right into this on tonight as we begin to deal with something I believe is very imperative for us in this moment for what God is doing in our lives. The move of God, the, the outpouring, the release of his grace and release of his mercy. I thank God for our apostolic marching orders that we get to we get to gain ground for the kingdom of God. Amen. We, we, are, we are gaining ground on tonight, entering into a greater measure of the promises of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we thank God that what's preached brings us into a place. It's not just what we hear. It brings us to where we're at. We get to live in the language. And so I bless the Lord today for an opportunity for us to progress and move forward in the kingdom together. Uh, Matthew chapter 24, I want to share some things that are so imperative. Uh, Matthew 24 and verse number 42. Hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb. Can we give God a hand praise for Pastor First Lady Mills in the house tonight? Come on, hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. Did we have a glorious time Sunday evening or what? Come on. Did God bless us? Hallelujah. We bless the Lord for what was seen and what was heard, what was declared. It was such, such a blessing. It was such a blessing. Amen. It was the first of many. Amen. The, the, so crazy. God gave me the order of that service and the, the visual and the planning of that as I was worshiping him at the lake. He laid out that whole thing. I think it was at the lake. Amen. And so that isn't based off of looking at ways things have done. That was birthed out of worship. Amen. And so it was it was a blessing. Amen. To know we get to send a son and a daughter healthy. Come on. They, they're sent seated. Amen. The work is already finished and we bless them. So Matthew chapter 24, verse number 42. We're going to go there. It says here in Matthew 24, verse number 42, Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. Y'all see that? Everybody say watch. Verse 43, because uh, all throughout 40, um, 24 and 25, he deals with watching. And we're going to do it watching today. Amen. And, and so I'm, I'm going to take that a little bit further. But look at verse 43. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch, everybody say watch, the thief would come, he would have watched, everybody say watched, and would have not suffered his house to be broken up. Go to Matthew 25, verse number 13, and we'll camp. We'll camp, camp in Matthew 25, verse 13. Give a, shorten it up just a little bit. Matthew 25, verse number 13, the Bible reads, uh, watch. Everybody say watch. Therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Father, we thank you and bless you for the word of God that's already blessed. We thank you that there shall be light and there shall be life. Even on tonight, let there be light. So in the name of Jesus, we pray all of God's people said amen. Amen. You may be seated in the house of God. I want to deal with you concerning watching and, and the instrumental nature that has and carries in us being overcomers. Come on, somebody say, I'm an overcomer. Come on. Come, we, in, in us actually walking in our identity as overcoming, it is so much connected to watching. It's so much connected to watching. And we have to deal with these types of things because we have to now 
we have to move the church outside of the definition that the 21st century church has put it in. The church is not the place you come because you're, this is not a hospital. This is not a counseling place. This isn't where you come when you hurt so you can get pain medication. You know, they got, they, you go to the hospital for that. And glory be to God. This is the place of God's glory. This is the pillar and ground of truth. This is the place that the gates of hell cannot prevail against. This is the place where heaven can enter earth. This is, this is Jacob's ladder. This is where heavens open up and angelic hosts and glories from God are free to descend and ascend from the earth into heaven back and forth. This is where binding and loosing takes place. Amen. And so we, we, we must, we must uh, re- um, re, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Take back. We must take back what the church is. Amen. And I believe watching has a lot to do with that. Um, um, let me say this first and foremost. Everybody say watching. Watching isn't a function of the eyes. Watching is a function of the heart. I dealt with some of the business team in some of this, so, so you understand this. And we're going to revisit a few of those principles and go into some others. But when Jesus says watching, he's not talking about J.C. physically watching him. He said, because he keeps on reemphasizing, you better be watching for me when I come. You better be watching for me when I come. He that is watching for me when I come. He's not talking about physically watching him because we don't watch with our eyes. We watch with our heart. Watching is a function of the heart in what he's speaking. He's speaking of the heart's eye. Amen. So we don't watch what we see. We watch what we believe. Glory be to God. We see with our eyes. We watch what we believe with our heart. Amen. We don't always watch what we see. Come on. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. There can be somebody, in, you could be sitting in front of the TV directly and not be watching the TV even though your eyes are on the TV. Because although your eyes are seeing one thing, your heart is watching something else. And then your, somebody will nudge you and say, did you see that? And you'll be like, oh, no, I didn't even see it. Even though your eyes are right there because what you were seeing wasn't what you were watching. Everybody understand what I'm saying? Glory be to God. And so now we watch with our heart. We watch what we believe. To, uh, now, I want to define watch, and then I'm going to go into this thing. To watch is to consistently be alertly on the lookout for. To look attentively for. To constantly be conscious of. To watch is to consistently be alert alertly on the lookout for, to look attentively for, to constantly be conscious of. We are to be consistently on the lookout for, consistently, watch this, look attentively for, and constantly be conscious of not what we see with our eyes, but what we believe or watch in our hearts. This is what I need you to understand about watching. Everybody say watch. We haven't learned how to watch until we stop watching what we see. I'm going to say that again. We haven't learned how to watch until we stop watching what we see. See, this is what we got to understand. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things what? 
not seen. We may see obstacles, we may see trouble, and we might see setback, but, but because we are called to watch, amen, we don't watch setback, we don't watch obstacle, and we don't watch trouble. We can, while we see setback, watch all things are possible for him that believe. I can see a setback and watch all things are possible. Well, how do you watch words by saying words? I can now see a, 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 now a, 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 tr a trouble, but then watch all things work together for the good of them that love God, that are called according now to his purpose. I can watch wall, but the, I mean, I can see wall, but watch. Uh, my faith can move what? Mountains. What we see isn't what we watch. Watch is a function of faith. I know what you're seeing, but what are you watching? God Almighty. I'll try to help us understand something. Why is it so important to understand we're not supposed to be watching what we see? Why is that such a necessary factor? And if you don't mind, I'm going to teach tonight. Why? Because if we don't watch what we see as we face what we see, what we see will eventually bow down to who we watch. If we don't watch what we see while we face what we see, what we see will eventually bow down to who we watch. Notice I didn't say what we watch. I said who we watch. Because all things work together for the good of them that love God is not a statement. That's a man. When I'm saying all things work together for the good of them that love God, I am not saying words. I'm watching a man. He is the word of God from the beginning. And so now what happens is as I see one thing but watch another thing, eventually what I see has to bow down to what I watch. So if I watch sickness, but I, excuse me, if I see sickness, but I watch healing, eventually, glory be to God, the sickness I see has to bow down to the healing I watch. Glory. If I now see people who are now lukewarm, but I watch revival, y'all ain't hear what I'm saying, eventually the people I see that are lukewarm will have to bow down to revival that I watch. In other words, I don't accept what I see. I watch what God said until what my watch becomes my sight. My God, there's very few watchmen. I know you saw a lot of things at work. How much of it did you watch? I know you saw people talking about each other at work. How much of it did you watch? I know you saw people frustrated at work. How much of it did you watch? I know you saw the news and how bad things are getting. How much of it did you? We see with our eyes, we watch with our words. See, it's one thing if I got an issue at work if I see an issue at work and it was frustrating, it's another thing if I carry it home with words. Now I begin to watch what I saw. Amen? We don't watch what we see, we watch what we believe. I'm going to say that again. We are not called to watch what we see. We're called to watch what we believe. I'm going to say that again. We are not called to watch what we see. We're called to watch what we believe. See, what I need you to understand is whatever you're seeing in the realm of conflict and opposition, you need to stop watching. Stop magnifying what you're seeing by expressing it through now conversation because what you see, amen, when I watch it, it empowers what I see.
see to last longer than it was supposed to last. Some of you are still dealing with stuff you wouldn't have to deal with anymore if you would stop watching what you're seeing and start watching the promises. Come on, when is the last time you watched, beloved, now we are the sons of God? Glory be to God. Do you understand every time I say that, that's what I'm watching? Glory be to God. The next time you feel like you're everything but a son, watch, beloved. Now we are the sons of God. Come on. The next time you feel like you went too far and you missed the window, his, watch his grace is sufficient. I don't have to now watch what I see. I now watch what I believe. Now, can I help you understand something about where we're at right now? I need y'all to understand where we're at right now. In the place we're in right now, the Father is declaring over us right now, we get to see what we watch. I'm going to say that again. The Father, now, now you, you, if you know how to watch, you're going to bless God. But if you don't know, if, you, if some of you say, man, if I keep on seeing what I'm watching, I don't want to see that. No. But, the, <laughs> but the Father is saying right now in this place we're in, the Father is speaking over us. We get to see what we watch. If we don't watch what we see, we'll see what we watch. Glory be to God. I don't even know what you're seeing, but if you refuse, to watch it while you see it, you'll see what you're watching in spite of what you're singing. I know what you're seeing, but what are you watching? God, I know you're seeing a lot of sickness, but would you be willing to watch by his stripes? I know you're seeing the same old thing, but would you be willing to watch? Behold, I do a new thing. Uh, glory be to God. I know you're seeing uh, uh, glory. Not, no answers to prayer, but would you be willing now to watch? Uh, uh, he answers all prayers by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Make your request be made known unto God. You know why that stuff don't take us up? Because we ain't been watching. But man, if you've been watching that today, if, if, if that's what your eyes have been on, if that what you have set your we don't watch what we see, we watch what we believe. We see with our eyes, we watch with our heart. Guard your heart, for out of it flow what? Your lifestyle flows from your own heart. How, what, however you're living is based on how you see with your heart. However I'm living... Is based off of how I see with my heart. That's why the Holy Spirit fills our heart. That's why David said, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within, within me. Worship. I'm about to take it a little bit deeper. Somebody say watch. Hallelujah. If you don't watch what you see, you'll see what you watch. If you start watching how broke you are, come on, if you start watching how insufficient, if you start watching the bills, glory be to God, and begin to watch the provider, you'll begin to see what you watch instead of just watching what you see. Worship, worship at its most practical level is watching. Now, I'm going to go a step further here, and I need us to really, really hear this. Worship is watching. 
right? Worship at its practical level is now, remember what watching is. It is to be consistently alert, uh, consistently looking for, and constantly conscious of. Worship at its most practical level is watching. What I watching, I worship. What I am consistently alert of, what I'm consistently looking out for, what I am now constantly conscious of is now what I worship. It's not what I see, it's what I watch. Because we can now leave work but still be watching work. Glory be to God. We can now leave the presence of somebody we're frustrated with and still be watching frustration. We can now leave now an abusive relationship and still be watching out for abuse. We can, we can now, what we see is not what we watch. Amen? But what we watch is what we what? Amen? See, and, and what we worship. Be, you know why what we watch is what we worship? Everybody say, what we watch is what we worship. You know why? Because what we watch has authority over what we react to. I'm about to take you somewhere right now. And I need you to catch that. What we watch has authority over what we react to. In other words, watching controls reactions. Everybody say watching, watching. controls reactions. Come on, come on, you know we hear it all the time. You got to watch people, especially church people. Whatever you do, watch people. You got to watch people, especially church people, because church people are fake. Church people will stab you in your back. Church people now will be your friend one day. But my Bible says to watch for him. God never told us to watch people, watch out for what people will do. God said watch for him. But then when I say yes to watching people, I now begin to react to people. People begin to control my reactions, and whatever controls my reactions, I actually am worshiping. So the people I despise is the people I worship because they're the ones who can get a reaction out of me. I'm trying to help you understand. You to watch people. People are so fake. And so now what happens is we're in the midst of worship and the presence of God is here and you can't react to it because you see somebody over there that you think is fake and talk about people and you would rather react to them to, than to react to Shekinah. You see somebody over here that you saw in a place they shouldn't be and so now you're reacting to people instead of now reacting to presence but yet and still say, I worship God. Well, God doesn't get your reaction. People do. How can you worship God, but he can't get a reaction out of you when we're singing glory, hallelujah? How do you worship God? But if somebody, if you find out somebody in the church is talking about somebody else, you'll sit in the pew and talk about that. But then when the glory comes in, you'll sit and look confused like it can't be glory because I know the person in the third pew and what... You don't work. No, 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 no. What you watch is what you worship because what you watch controls what you react to. There's some people that can't react to presence because of what they watch in church. Too busy watching people. Hey, man, watch. They're going to cut a fool. 
you know they're going to sit there wanting, wanting to laugh at people or wanting to talk about people. And you now reacting to people said you came for worship. But don't, don't react to the presence of God whatsoever. Watching controls reaction and what controls our reaction defines our worship. What controls our reaction defines our do you know God can be in the room to heal? God can be in the room to his presence. The presence of God to heal can be in the room. The presence of God to transform can be in the room. The presence of God to now, uh, um, 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 glory be to God, deliver can be in the room and we not even see him. A lot of people say if God is here, I'm going to see him. No, no, you see what you watch. Glory be to God. You're not watching for God to be here to heal. You're not watching for God to be here to transform. You're not watching for God to be here to now renew and work miracles. And so now, because you're not watching, you're not seeing. He said, if I come and you're not watching, I will come like a thief. I came to heal you, but you wasn't watching for me when I came, so you didn't see me when I came. Therefore, you stayed sick when I was there to y'all hear You stayed sick when I was there to heal. I came to deliver you, but you weren't watching for me to deliver you. You were watching everything else. God, when you going to deliver me? I was here. You just didn't see because you weren't watching. You were... How many things do we miss because of what we watch? You got to watch the pastor. You got to watch the first lady. You got to watch them elders. You, gotta, you better watch people telling you to watch something besides Jesus. Watch people that tell you to watch something besides Jesus. Jesus is the only thing we watch. Amen. Did I ever tell you there's only one thing we watch? Him. Because people don't mean you no good, so you got to watch him. No, I don't. I watch the one that watches over me. Well, I watch him, he'll watch them. Why are you going to do a job that he'll do? He never sleeps nor slumbers. You got to sleep. You losing sleep because you're trying to do a job you ain't called to do. I got to watch people. You better watch how you treat me because he's watching over me. I watch him. We are not called to watch people. Amen. We end up worshiping people. All we can notice is how fake people are, how nasty people are, how people ain't genuine. Ain't nobody genuine in church because you coming in church, to, you would rather watch to see how many people aren't really genuine worshipers than you are to come to watch the God who would come in and release transformation. What did you come to see? Why are you here? What are you watching for? Are you watching for us? We got to hurry up and get up because this is the first school night back to Bible study. So you are watching the clock to make sure we get home in time enough to get your babies in bed. What are you watching for? You're going to miss it. I'm preaching, but you're watching something else. What you watch is what you worship because what you worship controls your reaction. So now, no matter how much glory falls, no matter how powerful the word is, as the time ticks, you react to the time more than you react to the word. Because you're not. 
You know why it's stiff in here? That's why it's stiff in here. Because the praise team was already up for 50 minutes. I heard your heart. It, your, your heart speaks real loud. The praise team already up, been up for 55 minutes. I hope pastor could stop watching for me to cut it short. Stop watching me. You better watch for a breakthrough. Watch for glory. My God, watch for God to change your life. Watch for deliverance. You don't even like your life. You don't like where you are. Why are you watching to go home? Watch for glory to come. I want to go home. You don't even like your home. What you watching for what you don't even really want? Wow. 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 But I'm not watching what you watch, therefore I won't be controlled. What we watch controls our reaction, and our reaction dictates response. Can I teach for a minute? Our reaction dictates response. God responds to our reaction to his presence. When the presence of God is here to heal and the presence of God is here to transform, amen. So uh, literally, if we're not watching for his presence, healing and transformation will be available but won't make itself available. Literally, healing and deliverance and transformation are available, but won't make itself available because we're not watching. Therefore, we're not reacting to his presence. Y'all know his presence is here now. Y'all know once y'all actually decide to stop thinking about the time and you start clapping and you start feeling something, God didn't show up when you finally started to start watching for the glory. He'd been here the whole time. But if you're, wa glory, if you're actually watching, you would know that and you would be He ain't high. I don't, I don't see him. You ain't watching. That ain't what you watching for. To the degree we react to his presence, to that degree he responds with intervening glory. You know why there's some people that could be on the altar going crazy, tears flooding, hands lifted, and another person at the pew sitting there saying, I'm wondering why they're going through all that, because he only now responds to our reaction. If you react lifting your hands, you don't think God is going to slap something on you? And if you react uh, cross with your feet and your arms cross, you think he's going to slap something on you? You get as much as you react to. When you learn how to properly react to the presence of God, he begins to respond with his favor, with his power, with his touch, with his voice. He ain't going to do it. Just slap it on me. No, no, no. Re react and I'll respond. Draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh to you. Saith the Lord our God. The, the, it was tough in the church. No, it ain't never tough in the church. Tough in the church. They're just people that came to church distracted. It was hard to feel God today. No, wasn't nobody paying attention to God today. Amen. What we watch 
has authority over what we react to, and reaction dictates response of what we're reacting to. If we are constantly watching out for what the devil is doing, we'll always be reacting to the devil. That's another thing we don't do. You got to watch out for the devil. The Bible said, watch and pray. He didn't tell you to pray and then watch and see if the devil going to hijack you. You got to watch and pray. In other words, God will tell you to lay on the face and cry out to him, but at the same time, won't ensure the devil won't come in and kill you while you pray. We've actually made watching and praying about God told me to pray without ceasing, but yet and still he ain't God enough to keep me while I'm praying to him. I actually got to watch to see if the devil going to come behind me and hit me in the head with a baseball bat. He didn't mean watch and pray. Watch and pray. You got to watch and pray. You got to watch because you never know when the devil might just come in and tell you. No, he's talking about when you pray, watch for what you prayed for. Watch and pray. Stop praying without watching. That's why you ain't seeing nothing. But if you start praying and actually watching, watching for what I prayed for, watching for what I proclaim, watching for what I decreed, watching for what I believe, watch as well as pray. Our problem is we're masterful prayers, but we're horrible watchers. We'll pray for stuff and won't expect nothing. Watch as well as pray. Amen. You got to watch the devil. He ain't saying watch the devil while you pray. My God, watch for the answer and the glory of God while you pray. I'm watching for heaven to fall at any moment. I'm watching for the glory cloud of God to come in the midst any time. I'm watching for sons and daughters, young men and young women to be poured on by the Holy Ghost. I'm still watching. I don't care how many times they don't clap their hands. I'm not watching what I'm seeing. I don't care how many times they don't tap in. I'm not watching what I'm seeing, but I'm watching and I shall pour my spirit out upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your... I'm, look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, watch. Watch. To the measure, see, in order to bring men into watching, somebody got to be a watchman. I'm I, not a weatherman, a watchman. A weatherman tells you now what's happening. A watchman tells you that God is still going to do what he's saying. We got too many weathermen. I need you to tell me a storm is coming. I need somebody that will rise up and say, let's go speak to this storm. I don't need you to tell me that trials are coming. I need somebody to tell me that, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow, I know I'm in a hard place, but I'm watching. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I know I feel like I'm dying, but I'm watching. No weapon formed against me is able to prosper. I know it don't feel like I'm moving, but promotion doesn't come from the north, the south, the east, or the west, but promotion comes. I'm watching. We lose our worship because we don't know how to watch. We don't watch what we see. We watch what we believe 
in the face of what we see. Glory to the name of Jesus. I need y'all to understand this, and it's so key. Amen. To the measure we react to the devil, to that measure, the devil has a right to respond to us. Or give, you know what respond means? Give us an answer. Worship controls what I react to. What I react to has a right to respond to me. Its response to me is answer. Worship is what I react to. What I react to has a right to respond to me, which is an answer. I just can't get through it. Anybody ever said that before? Come on. And actually believe that before? Come on. But we're moving in a glory dimension where we know that a lie. I just can't get over it. I've tried time and time again. Anybody ever heard that before? Come on. This is too much for me. Anybody ever heard that before? Can I help you understand a revelation about those statements? I'm going to say them again, and I'm going to help you understand a revelation because now worship is what you react to, and what you react to can give you an answer. I just can't get through it. I just can't get over it. It's just too much for me. Those statements are actually the devil giving you answers to your situation. That's the devil's answer to you for your situation because you keep reacting to him. He has a right to respond to you and tell you about your situation because you are not watching for God. You are watching what you see, and what you watch is what you worship because what you worship is what you react to, and what you react to responds to. Come on, this is just too heavy for me. Guess what? You just got the devil's answer for your situation in your mouth. I can't take no more of this. Guess what? You just got the devil's answer uh, for your circumstance in your own mouth. That is not just what you're dealing with. That's an answer. You ask somebody about that situation, and that somebody told you it's going to kill you. And I came to tell you there's only one that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That came from, you got the devil's answer in your mouth. As we watch what we, I can't change, I'm trying to change, but I can't. You got the devil's answer in your mouth. Because you, 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 <laughs> who going to tell you you can't change? Who going to tell you you can't change overnight? Who going to te tell you it's hard to change? Who going to tell you the devil's strong? I'm like, God, Adam, who told you that? Have you been eating from the tree the Lord has told you? from the tree how you got you 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 got a word from your for your situation from the one who wants to kill you in your situation you got a word from your circumstance from the one who wants you to die in your circumstance you got a word for your addiction from the one who wants to keep you addicted you got a word for your habit from the one who wants to keep you in the habit and you're confessing it out of your own because you keep on reacting to him, therefore he has a right to respond to you because now what I react to is actually what I. The devil is strong. 
Now you're going to tell me you can say that out of your mouth and say you worshiping God? Man, life is hard. True. Marriage is hard. You might make it, you might not. Who gave you that word for your marriage? Who gave you that answer? You've been, you've been worshiping the devil. True. And he controls your reactions. Therefore, he has a right to respond every time you react. You know what happens? When, when, when we allow the enemy to give us a word for our situations, I just can't get through it. I just can't get over it. It's too much for me. Then if the word comes behind it, now if the real word of God comes behind it and says you will get through this, you will get over this, this is not too much for you. Guess what happens? That. You know why? You can't react to it. Because you... It's not too much for you. You will get through it. You will make it. You know why? If I turn around and say it's hard, all the hell we've been through, people need to understand. Everybody's circumstance is different. And so we all got to go through our hell. And people just don't know what you've been through. And that's why they judge you. Everybody stands up. Why? Because that's Satan's answer. But if I turn around and say, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning, there's very little response. Why? Because we're not really worshiping God. Because weeping may endure for a night ain't a statement. Weeping may endure for a night is a man. That man is the word of God. His name is Jesus. And we don't react. We don't react. You know why we don't react? Because we don't worship him. He doesn't control our reactions because he's not who our object of worship. Because we worship what we watch. Wow. Wow. If we all got this watch thing right, we wouldn't be able to get out of church for six hours. We'd be going so crazy. We'd have been watching seraphim and cherubim. We've been watching lightnings and thunders. We've been watching the blazing eyes of Jesus. We've been watching the goodness of his presence. We've been watching the moving of the Holy Ghost. We've been watching the wind of his spirit. We've been watching him make us appear. We've been watching his favor fall. We've been watching his move of glory. We've been watching his knowledge come. We've been watching his revelation cover. We've been watching heaven into earth. If we've been watching that all day, ain't no way in the Inconsistent worship is because of a lack of watching. We don't watch what we see. We watch what we believe. How many been watching today? I guarantee you, you know what I just did? Imagine that doing that for 10 hours. My God, every chance you get. Imagine that 10 hours turns into 24. Imagine that 24 turns into 48. Imagine that 48 turns into 72. Imagine that 72 turns into 150. And before you know it, when you wake up in the morning, you're waking up. Shanda, the devil, shanda. Glory. While you're iring, you won't even be singing out of your mouth, but the God you've been worshiping will sing in your heart. Anybody ever walked around with a song in their heart? What happens when somebody's always singing, even when you don't? Because you worship so much. There's something that's... 
my question is, I know what you've been seeing, but what have you been watching? Because what we watch is what we worship. And what we worship controls what we react to. And what we react to, we give permission to respond to us. Our answers come from the one that has our attention. Not from the one we want to answer from. If the devil had my attention all day, then I asked for an answer from God. God has no right to give me an answer because I haven't been watching God. I've been watching the devil. Many of us never get answers because we never watch the one long enough that is the answer. But we're changing that tonight. I hear God saying, I'm calling some watchmen to the wall. I'm calling some woman to the wall. My God, I'm calling some young people to the wall. I'm calling some people that if there is no praise and worship, they're still watching praise and worship. If there is no music playing, they're still watching music playing. If there is no preacher preaching, they're still watching the word be preached. They Look at your tell your neighbor, we're going to the wall. Tonight, 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 tonight. Tonight, we're going to the wall tonight, tonight. We're going to be watched tonight. You are not going to go home. You're going to go home and see the road, but you're going to go home watching glory. Uh, you're going to go home seeing Darlington, but you're going to also go home watching heaven. You're going to go home and see your bed, but you're going to actually go home and watch his throne. God is going to show you how to watch Hallelujah. Somebody shout, I'm a watchman. So, if by way of watching the devil, we're always reacting to the devil, then in actuality, we're worshiping the devil. I don't worship the devil. Well, who do you react to? Do you, do you react more when they say they have another mass shooting or when they say God is good? What gets a better reaction out of it? They did. Let me find out. Now, if we say there's another matter, where did it happen? How many people got killed so far and so on? But if I say God is good, how much farther is that conversation going to go besides say, yeah, he sure is. Next topic. Which one do we react to? My, my, my. My, 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 my. My, my, my. My, I don't worship the devil. Well, you sure react to him more than you do glory. Amen. Watching controls reaction, and what controls my reaction defines my worship. I need y'all to understand this, and this is so key. <clears throat> Teach for a moment more, and I'll be done. Anytime God is moving, this is so key that we understand this. <clears throat> Anytime God is moving or the manifest presence of God is increasing, the devil will come in and be present while we're in God's presence to some measure. That's what we don't understand. Anytime God's presence comes to some measure, the, devil, the devil's presence will be present in the midst of God's presence. Amen? Now, why is that? To test us to see what? 
if we'll react more to the devil's presence than we do the presence of God. Because it's an insult to acknowledge the presence of the devil while we're in the presence of God. Because in the presence of God, the devil's presence is irrelevant. Why would I even bring it up if I'm, if I'm in the presence of the one who defeated him? I don't care what the, I saw a snake in the corner. Man, I saw glory from the throne. I don't care what that snake in the corner is doing. Whatever he's doing, it will not work. In the presence of truth, the presence of a lie carries no power. In the presence of the truth, I don't need to have to point out a lie. The truth is so sufficiently demonstrated that people know it's a lie without anybody calling it a lie. In the presence of glory, we got to stop doing this. In the presence of glory, the presence of people that don't glorify God are not to be addressed. You, you don't have to address that. My God glorified God. Amen. I'm going to prove it to you. Because anytime we're in the presence of God, the devil's presence will come in to some measure. We will never be completely free from the presence of the enemy, as not free from the influence of the enemy. Please hear me. Free from the, pre the, the enemy will always be somewhere around. That's why God said he'll prepare a table for you. In the, the enemy will be there, right? The, the perfect example is Job. Go to Job chapter 1 verse 6. The Bible says something in Job that helps us understand this point about when we enter the presence of God, the presence of the devil comes in some measure or the other to see what we're going to now react to. Will we react to the presence of God or will we, will we react to the presence of the devil? Amen. It says here this. I'm going to read it real fast. <clears throat> now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan came also what? Among them. They came to do what? Present themselves to the Lord. They came to worship God. They came to lay before the Lord. All the angels of heaven, not just a few myriads, more angels than the stars of heaven. All together, coming together, you're talking about 13 feet and 15 feet and 20 feet creatures that are now that are now glorious and um, phenomenal and, and literally if one of them stood here with unrestrained glory we would all die not because he killed us but because we can't take his presence right because of the glory on him myriads of them come to worship and the Bible says Satan comes to worship with them heaven is holding a worship service and the devil said I'm going to church today In now if God, now, if the devil will come to church in heaven, what makes you think it ain't going to be no devil in church in earth? We got to run the devils out. No, we got to glorify God. Verse number seven, watch this. And the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered my servant Job, that there's none like him in the earth? A perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth what? Evil. There's none like Job. There's none 
like Job in the earth. There's none like Job in the earth. There's none like Job. What does that sound like? Holy. You can't compare no man to Job. He's holy. And so you know what God did? We look over this. He says, have you considered him? You know why? Because he knew the devil wouldn't. The devil didn't even consider that which is holy. He said, no, I can't even mess with them. They See, many times we fight because we, don't, we refuse to come out from among them and be separate. But if we would just embrace sanctification, the devil passed by Job every day and wouldn't even consider him. That man ain't like everybody else. He wouldn't even consider him. He don't serve like everybody else. He wouldn't consider him. He don't struggle with sin. He don't struggle with believing God. He blesses. He's yielded himself. Have you considered my servant Job? You know what Satan said? No. He said, he said, because you keep a hedge of protection around him. And he didn't know. No, I don't. I, I gave you the answer why you don't consider him and why that hedge is around him. I don't keep it. Holiness does. And any time, glory be to God, and any time you're on holy ground, you take your shoes off. You know why? You know why you take your shoes off on holy ground? For the God of peace shall crush Satan. You come on here on holy ground, you will not get victory. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. And so now, he wouldn't consider him, right? So Satan came in while, with, to worship when all the other angels came in to worship. And you know what's crazy about the whole thing? Watch this, Marlene. None of the angels say, <laughs> you better watch out. Satan in church today. We need to get the intercessors. The devil came to church today. Michael, where you at? Go get the sword. Right? Satan, you know, you know what I used to say why they didn't do that? I used to say because the devil looked so much like God that the only one that didn't know he was God was God himself. That's when I had a skewed view and I empowered the enemy beyond his power because I came out, we came out of a system that now so empowered a, a, a now toothless, legless, armless devil. But I realized the reason why those angels didn't bring up. <laughs> I realized the reason why those angels didn't bring up the presence of Satan because they were in the presence of God. And they realized it don't matter what that man is doing. It don't matter what that beast is doing. We are in the presence of the living God. What I'm trying to tell you is I know he's there, but it don't matter what he's doing. As long as you continue to host the presence of God, it don't matter where he's at. As long as me and you keep watching, it don't matter what's going on at your job. You don't even have to pay him no attention. You ain't got to bring him up. You ain't got to talk about what he's doing. We're in the presence of God. In the presence of God, it's an insult to bring up the presence of the devil. Why would I bring him up when he's already been defeated? You can do whatever you want to. It ain't going to work. In the presence of God, the presence of the enemy is to be disregarded. Amen? 
Look at Job chapter 1, verse 12, and I'm going to jump. Job chapter 1, verse 12. And, and so Job asked, Satan asked, let me go ahead and tip Job. He said, tip Job. He said, I'll take, take from around him the hedge of protection. You can come in and attack him. Look at what it says in Job chapter 1, verse 12. It says, and the Lord said unto Satan, behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of God. That's the point I want you to notice. So Satan went forth from the presence of God. So Satan went forth from. Satan might come, but he can't stay. He can only visit the presence when we can walk in the presence. And so now what we got to understand, so after Satan finishes doing whatever he's trying to do, as long as we don't follow him up, he eventually will have to leave. And, and Satan left, and it didn't interrupt no worship. Everybody kept on shouting. Gabriel kept on playing. Michael kept on dancing. Didn't nobody even notice he left because didn't nobody even pay attention to him when he came because they were in the glory of God. But if you watch the devil when you're in the presence of God, you'll find why up following the devil outside of his presence. Do you understand it? Oh, come If you continue to watch the devil while he's in the presence, if you keep on watching him, you'll wind up following him right outside the sanctuary because he ain't going to stay in the presence. So the more we pay attention to the devil, the less we qualify to remain in presence. So what I'm telling you right now is watch. You don't have to watch for snakes. My God, my our heel bruises snakes. You ain't got to watch for liars. We already understand he's the father of lies. You ain't got to watch for death. We're under the law of life. You ain't got to watch for him to come in and prevail. We, we now overcome and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of Jesus. This ain't a time for us to be watching the devil. You're going right to watch him right outside his presence. How many times have you been in church, saw something of the devil, and now all of a sudden you realize you're not in the presence anymore? You're not feeling the glory anymore. You're not being touched because you're, you're discerning the devil. I know I can get a witness up in here. You can't watch the devil in God's presence and stay in God's presence because that's an insult to the presence of God. Now, I, don't never, I didn't say you don't never address the devil's presence or anything of that, but, but, but we definitely ain't going to sit there and do what? Watch. All right, amen. Somebody put your hands together and say, amen, we're going on watch. Come on, we're going on watch. We're going on watch. We're going on watch. Amen. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to close for the day, close for the night. And I'll pick this up. Amen. I got some other stuff. But I, I, I'm going to stay right here. Um, we are granted entrance into the kingdom or forbidden entrance into the kingdom based on whether or not we move beyond sight into the faith dimension called watching. We're called to watch what we believe, not what we see. My question to us as a people is what do we believe? Come on. Do we believe that all things are working together for our good? So why are we watching everything that's going on bad? Come on. 
do you do we believe that he saved our children? So why do we keep on warring and watching them seemingly go the wrong way? Come on. Do we believe that Glorious Remnant Revival Community is a revival ministry? Amen. Do we, do we believe that we're a revival ministry? Amen. Glory be to God. Do we believe that we are the, we are the fire of God? Amen. So why do we continue to come in here and watch for when service is over or watch for a certain song to be sung or watch for the mics to be right? I, I, I guarantee you the presence of God was still here and it still came in. Um, the mics were messed up and the sound was messed up on Sunday afternoon. Glory be to God. And it, wa it was disappointing to me. Amen. Because I, I really wanted things to be a certain way and they weren't. But that's fine. But that didn't stop me from watching. See, see, glory be to God. Now, if, go ahead. Because God, God don't need that to come in. He just needs somebody to lift up you heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up the everlasting doors. The king don't come in based off of getting the sound right. The king comes in based off of now a man after his own heart. So I said, even though the sound ain't right, I'm going to lift my hands, I'm going to worship, and I'm going to watch for the presence of God to come in, and we're going to pour ascending grace on a son and daughter, and irregardless, I'm going to watch you raise them up we don't watch what we see we watch what we believe GRRC tonight I'm calling you back to your watch do y'all hear what I'm calling you back to your watch some of you have gotten down from your watch but I'm calling you back to your watch tonight everybody's standing to your feet Shanana kondi anansi.